Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. If you like what we do and want to tip us, you can now do so directly to our PayPal. Check out the link in the description to this episode for more details. And as always, you can subscribe to our Patreon, where we share stories of life in Ukraine in times of war. In the latest episode, we've talked about news and how Ukrainians follow them. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 222 days, Ukraine defends itself against the forces of the Russian invasion. Known businessman and the richest person on earth, Elon Musk, offered his Twitter followers a survey in which he outlined his position on how the Russian invasion of Ukraine should end, reports Ukrainska Pravda. In his tweet, Musk explained his ideas on how to achieve peace between Ukraine and Russia. First, re-election in the next regions under the supervision of the UN. Russia leaves if that is the will of the people. Second, Crimea is formally recognized part of Russia, as it has been since 1783, before the decision of Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev to transfer it to Ukraine in 1954, which Musk called a mistake. Three, Crimea's water supply is endured, and four, Ukraine remains neutral. Musk added that this is highly likely to be the outcome in the end, just the question of how many die before them. These suggestions outraged Ukrainians as well as many of their supporters all around the world, including in the US. Ukraine's permanent representative in the UN, Sergei Kislytsia, said that the next time he needs a plumber, he will call Elon Musk, reports Bukwe. Quote, he doesn't do plumbing? Then what the heck's the matter? Why does he speak of international relations and international law? By the way, a good plumber is better than Musk's second-hand opinions on illegally occupied territories of a foreign nation, unquote. Advisor to the head of the president's office Mikhailo Podolyak suggested an alternative outcome. First, Ukraine liberates its territories, including the annexed Crimea. Second, Russia undergoes demilitarization and mandatory denuclearization so it can no longer threaten others. And third, war criminals go through an international tribunal. In response to the criticism, Musk started a poll on whether people of Donbas and Crimea should decide which state they should belong to. He said that if Crimea is at risk, Russia will start a full mobilization and it has three times larger population than Ukraine, so victory for Ukraine is unlikely in total war. Quote, death on both sides will be devastating. If you care about the people of Ukraine, seek peace, unquote. In response, President Volodymyr Zelensky started his own poll. Which Elon Musk do you like better, the one who supports Ukraine or the one who supports Russia? Deputy Chairman of the Security Council of Russia Dmitry Medvedev welcomed Musk's proposition and even joked that Musk is a Russian agent who just revealed himself too early. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky awarded five commanders of the defense of the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol with titles of Heroes of Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. All five military were exchanged during the biggest prisoner exchange with Russia in September, when Ukraine managed to release from Russian captivity 215 of its fighters, including foreigners. According to the conditions of their release, these five commanders would remain in Turkey. Zelensky informed in his video address that finally commanders were able to see their relatives. In his evening video address, Volodymyr Zelensky said that Russian propagandists intimidate people in the area still under the control of the occupiers that Ukraine will allegedly consider almost everyone who remains in the occupied territory as collaborators. The president stressed that it is absolute nonsense, and if person did not serve the occupiers and did not betray Ukraine, then there is no reason to consider such a person a collaborator. 
He added that hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians were in the temporary occupied territory. Many held Ukrainian military and special services. Many others simply tried to survive and waited for the return of the Ukrainian flag. Zelensky admitted that there were those who betrayed Ukraine, but Russia did not meet mass support in the occupied areas. Advisor to the head of the president's office Mikhailo Podolyak earlier said that the forced issuance of passports to residents of the occupied territories of Ukraine by Russia will not have any consequences for them, including that they will not be prosecuted, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to him, Russia wants to bind the local population, saying that by having a passport people are accomplices and after the occupation Ukrainian authorities will persecute them. Podolyak stressed that forced citizenship is a fiction that will have no consequences. The General Staff of Ukraine informs that Ukrainian forces repelled enemy attacks near seven settlements close to the front line, reports Unian. According to available information, the military leadership of Russia decided to transfer to the area of hostilities the units of the Russian Guard troops based in Siberia and the contingent of Russian troops in Syria. Ukrainian forces liberated almost all of the territory of the Borova community in Kharkiv region, reports Espresso TV. According to the local council, Ukrainian troops liberated the main village of the community. According to the CNN sources, to support its request for Atakam's missile systems, Ukraine offers the United States to coordinate targets on Russian-controlled territory against which they can be used, reports Radio Liberty. Officials familiar with the discussion said that this offer gives the U.S. veto power over Ukrainian targeting of Russia and is meant to convince the administration that providing the critical weapons would not lead to strikes inside Russian territory. The U.S. fears that such strikes would escalate the war and draw it directly into a conflict. The Army Tactical Missile Systems, or ATACOMS, are surface-to-surface -surface missiles that have a range of 300 kilometers, about four times the distance of the rockets used by the HIMARS mobile systems the US began sending to Ukraine four months ago. Despite Ukraine's proposal, the Biden administration still has not approved the new long-range weapons and argues that Ukraine is doing well with the HIMARS systems it currently has. In fact, last Wednesday, the administration announced funding for 18 more HIMARS for Ukraine, bringing the total number to over 30 U.S. systems. The French media La Tribune informed that France will supply Ukraine with 20 Bastion armored vehicles, reports Interfax Ukraine. The Bastion vehicles can be equipped by one or several machine guns and carry up to 10 people. Such vehicles are actively used by the armed forces of many African countries. According to another media, Le Monde, Minister of the Armed Forces Sebastien Lecornu proposed to his Ukrainian counterpart Oleksii Reznikov to create a fund of at least 50 million euros, at the expense of which Kyiv could purchase military equipment from French manufacturers. In addition, according to the publication, France is also preparing to supply Ukraine with 6 to 12 additional Caesar guns taken from an order originally intended for Denmark. Earlier, France had already supplied Ukraine with 18 Caesars taken from the reserves of the French army. AP and PBS conducted a joint investigation into the grain that Russia stole from the occupied territories of Ukraine and found out that the overall cost of such grain could be at least $530 million, reports LBUA. The investigation is based on the analysis of satellite images, data from the ship transporters, documents, posts on social media, as well as the testimony of farmers and representatives of transport companies. In total, AP was able to establish the involvement of more than three dozen vessels in the theft of Ukrainian grain, which made more than 50 trips to export grain from the Russian-occupied territories of Ukraine to Turkey, Syria, Lebanon and other countries. 
We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.